welcome. Welcome, everybody, to uh, the latest episode of a Miles Vela Conversation, the Entrepreneurial Series. Uh, my name is Colin Miles, a.k.a. The Numbers Guy, and each interview will last around about 30 minutes and will allow us to get some insight and tips from our guests, and that's why we're all here. In this series, I look to interview a variety of business owners from around the world and have them reveal what drives them and how they approach their individual businesses. And as I'm making it my mission to help as many small business owners grow, scale, and profit faster, I thought, who better to ask this week than Linda Stanko, CEO of her own business, uh, entrepreneur, and all-round superstar, having worked with her as well uh, on other projects. So thank you so much for joining us today. No, that's cool. Uh, and I'm sorry for the confusion that we had. We were all going live earlier in the week, weren't we, Linda? And there would have been nobody there to see us. So uh, thank you, viewers, for checking in today. We're here today, uh, although we were also here on Monday. <laughs> but uh, we didn't let anybody know that. So uh, um, cool. So uh, as you can see, it's a very lighthearted conversation that we'll have. Uh, but before we start with the Miles Better Conversation 10, I'd love to hear a little bit about you, Linda, and what is all things in your world at the moment? All things in my world. Okay, let me see. Um, in my well, right now with COVID, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. I mean, we're not seeing people. My son actually had his birthday yesterday and invited us for dinner tonight, and we can't go. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because we're in lockdown where I am. I'm in uh, uh, the Niagara region in Ontario, and we're in full lockdown again, stay-at-home orders. Um, so that's really what's happening around in, in my personal life, other than, you know, I take care of my parents. My dad's fragi fragi uh, medically fragile, so we do take care of him. Um, Business-wise, has been it's been great, actually. Um, it's it, with COVID. I mean, I've, I've always done things a, a lot online anyway. Um, but I am a very much a people person. So I like the one on one and the interaction and spending time with people. However, with COVID, um, my traveling time has decreased so much. So my business time has, has gotten better because I save so much time being able to get on. So just, you know, what busy meeting people, busy coaching, um, working on a few new projects that hopefully will be coming up soon. Um, life is good. What can I say? Linda, what do you actually do? Let's let's back it up a little bit. Tell us what does Linda do? <laughs> yep. Linda is a uh, Christian coach and life coach and mentor. And um, I help other other people, um, more so now a lot of entrepreneurs who are pivoting, but I'm, I have a specialty in self-esteem and confidence building. Right. And I love helping people find their voice and having them use it um, for whatever it is that they want. So whatever their goals are, you know, so many people hold themselves back because they're, they have that chatter in the back of their head telling them they're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You can't do this. There's all kinds of things. We, we love to have these inner conversations with ourselves, And I love helping people break through that and develop strategies to help them through. So I work with individuals, I work with groups, um, other coaches right now, um, you know, they have great information, but again, there's that chatter in the back of the head that sort of holds them back 
and they're a little afraid to hit those launch buttons. So I love helping people really become themselves and not be afraid to show that to everybody else. And then, of course, you know, with with the Christian background, so I'm an ordained minister. So I have, you know. um, um, I didn't know that. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I service, I service everybody, but for those people who want that biblical practice and those biblical principles in their daily routine, because that's what's important to them, I'm able to bring that for them. Right. Okay. So that's something that you can add on. It's not something that is in, well, it's sort of in table, but it's not a requirement is what you're saying. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it's a good niche to be in, but it may yeah. then be super niching in some places I would it is right it's just something else that I can bring um to to them based on what their goals are and what their lifestyle is and who they are as a person to their core so that's just an extra layer that I can bring in for those people who do have a really strong faith base and they want to have that peace in their everyday life Makes sense. Makes sense. Cool. Good. Well, I'm sure we're going to explore a lot more of that as we move through. Uh, Tease some some more things out about that as well. So uh, so that's really good. So we're going to start with the number one question, which some of my um, guests have said is perhaps the hardest question. So we'll get it out of the way. Uh, And the hardest question or the first question, what's the biggest challenge that you have right now? And how are you going? How are you working to overcome that? Um, okay, so well, I mean, we all have challenges, that's for sure. My biggest one, um, especially in the business world, is prioritizing, um, making sure that I get my stuff done that I need to, it's almost an oxymoron for me, because I love spending time with people. As I said, I'm a real people person. Um, I love networking, I love getting to know people. The challenge for me there is that I spend too much time doing it and not enough time working on the pieces that I need to actually reach the people that I'm networking with. Right. So I, I really have to, um, um, I have been doing much better at learning how to organize. I'm not very much a techie. So the organizational stuff and doing everything online has been quite the challenge for me. I'm a paper person. But in today's world, paper doesn't work as well. Oh, it does. No, it does. Look, paper. I'm going to count. I'm you know, what? I've, I've got papers all over the place. But to organize, I, I, I take notes. And I needed a space. <laughs> yeah, folder. You can't beat a folder. Well, I, I will agree with you there. But I will say that there's a lot of great tools out there to keep it a little more streamlined for me. Right. Um, so that's been a huge challenge for me. So that's the biggest challenge that I have is um, really prioritizing my focus um, on what you would say are the money making pieces. Right. Yes, right. Good. Yeah. Good, good. And so you mentioned just so some of the tools that you might use that you could share with some of the, the listeners and viewers. Would that be things like Trello boards? Yes. Trello Stacy Maynard. Green. <laughs> I'll tell you, she's my tech guru <laughs> because um, you know what? I, I 
it, it's almost become a joke between us because anytime there's something that has to do with technology, I find myself calling her and I think she waits for my call yeah. uh, because if there's something that's going to go wrong, it typically happens to me when it comes to technology. And it's, it's become the joke because now when we're actually, you know, we might be on a call together that she's helping me some, work through something or organize something or explain something. And she'll say, well, I don't understand why it's not working for you. And I'll share my screen and then it doesn't work for her. And it's like, are you surprised? It's like I have this thing around me that's just um, anti-technology. <laughs> well, who knows? Yes. I mean, it, sometimes it's the little gremlin in the in the machine that uh, has it in for you. And it's usually Friday afternoon. And we've done pretty well today with no gremlins so far. But so far, so yeah. far. So we'll keep those good vibes going, right? As I always say to Stacy, I have a guy. Uh, so we'll keep <laughs> those vibes going. Um, yeah, Trello has been great for me. Uh, the big one for me, because I, I struggle a lot with uh, social media marketing. Um, I really don't understand social media that well. I'm getting better at it, um, is Publer. Publer has been great for me. It's been a real time saver because I can just, you know, um, put in what I want to say, add in my document or my picture or whatever. And it goes to all the social media platforms that I want it to go to either at once or I can schedule it. So that's been great. Um, Canva's my go to all the time. Anything for for graphic designing, I, I do on Canva. Yeah. Perfect. I, those, I, those I would say are my big ones. I, I'm not that techie, so I don't get into all that other stuff. I don't even have StreamYard yet. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, well, I, I've got found it uh, as stuff. But no, I would agree with you on the uh, Canva and Publa and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Just created a, a whole batch over the last couple of days of new posts that I can now start looking out and get set for the, you know, quotes and images and promotions yeah. and things. And, you know, that's certainly, I think we both were taught by Stacey Batch, do it, focus, get it done, and then move on because otherwise Absolutely. it's very, very time consuming, a little bit here, a little bit there. So great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so good. So that's some challenges and some tips as well, which is what it's all about, teasing some tips out for the for the listeners and the viewers. So then the next question is, how do you yourself continue to learn in order to stay on top of your game within your role and in industry? And what might, again, advice might you have? Well, um, I've always been a lifelong learner. I've always been interested. My head's always been in books anyway. Um, for me, it's, 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 um, I love taking some courses. I love learning from other people who are smarter than I am. Um, I like listening to podcasts. Uh, for me, being in, in the Christian world, it's very important to me in my daily practice. So there are people that I, I love to listen to. I consider them mentors. So I do a lot of podcast listening, even when I'm working. So it's kind of sort of in the background because something might you know, it might trigger me and then I have to write it down, right? Because it's it gives me great information. Um, learning for me to stay in my in my game, as you would say, um, really the networking piece does a lot for me because I love people. I love learning about them and their stories. And when I'm having a conversation with them, um, I hear 
what they're struggling with or what they might be, you know, what's kind of holding them back. So it gives me a lot of insight to where to put my focus when I'm, you know, creating a, um, a free PDF that I want to give out to give some tips or maybe f- towards a new program, or it might be, you know, something good that's for a module that I'm creating for another, you know, a course or something. So I love to learn. And of course, um, I'm actually working on um, right now my next level degree in my ministry. So um, yeah, so I'm going for my BA in ministry. um, And then eventually, I would like to do my master's. I just, I don't know, I just love to learn. So I'm, I'm kind of all over the place. But I think you have to really, uh, this is where I'm good at focusing I'm focusing on what's um, important in your world whether that be in your life or in your business, kind of stay there and try not to squirrel too much. Right. There's a lot of interesting things out there and it can pull you away. Yes. And you end up going down a rabbit hole that you're not really quite sure where you've gone and then you have to come back. But that's, but that's also, I think, uh, I mean, we're both in the world of the on point mentors and I think that's where a business mentor, I think can, can help you. And and obviously that's what you do as, as your full coaching as well uh you know if they're, if they're going down the rabbit hole going oh hold on a minute that's a good rabbit hole but now you've found another hole that's not so good uh, yeah I think, you know, yeah the, the, and we all learn all the time it's a I, i'm a great believer that we spend so much time at school and then suddenly when we leave school we think we know everything well life life's life is school i mean you know it's yeah uh, you know and again you know i'm not I'm sure there are lots of teachings as well that are the same thing that, you know, it's a continual learning curve uh, within, the, within that. I think, I think hands-on learning in life is probably the biggest teacher. <laughs> Correct, indeed. Uh, so I don't know what you enjoy. I mean, suddenly the last, I mean, I used to hate DIY and building and maintenance and stuff. And now I love it. You know, it, yeah. it's again, life learning. You, you learn a new skill. Um, I had a great mentor that I worked with um, building a swimming pool. He was the master and I was the student. Uh, and uh, by the end of it, you know, I learned, I learned so much. And now I'm able to turn my hand in. In fact, only last year I was helping teach somebody else how to lay bricks. And I'm like, oh, my God. So uh, you're I right. Know. Continues all the time. So and it's and it's true. And even people like the the person who showed you how to do the pool, you know, they're considered mentors. I mean, if they don't take the time to show you, we're so busy in life today. Um, you know, I, I would say to my husband before, like, you know, my son would want to help him. He said, well, I can get it done so much faster if I just do it myself. And I'd say, but he's not going to know what to do when he has to do it himself if you don't take the time. So even everything that we do that somebody takes the time to teach us, that's a mentor for us. Yeah, no, exactly. So cool. So as the numbers guy to small businesses and entrepreneurs, um, yeah. what's your biggest fear within your business at the moment? <sighs> My biggest fear at the moment, um, based on based on the numbers, you mean? Numbers, what, what do you fear at the moment? Is your business, is there something that you're concerned about? Um, yeah, just, just generally, what is your... Well, um, so around the numbers, I would say that um, I would say that I'm, I'm always worried that I, I'm... Well, it's not that I'm worried. I don't take the time to learn enough about the numbers. Um, my understanding of numbers and how it all works. I was never good in math at school. Um, I was great in psychology, but I was not good in math. And uh, so I think that's, you know, if you're not good at something, you tend to shy away from it. But now being in business, I understand that it's so key. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
The fear for me is actually when you put the numbers down and seeing what's not working. Right. Right. Even though it's something that you might really love to do, you have to let it go because it's not working. So that, that is a fear um, because you don't want to let go of what you like to do and then what you need to do. Right. And it's finding that balance of kind of marrying the two together so that you have your perfect world. That's that's the beauty of it. Uh, fear around the other thing is just really for me, it's always making sure that I'm making a difference for somebody. I want to make sure that the content that I'm putting out there is actually reaching somebody who needs the information. If it's not not meeting their needs, then I feel like I'm not doing enough, and I need to research more. Okay. Well, that's always that's you know that that's always inwardly looking, isn't it? And, and refocus doing yourself because you know you're right. And and if you as you said earlier about listening to uh, what people are saying, that sometimes can you can pivot and go, okay, well, I was going to present it this way, but actually presenting it this way might be slightly easier and stuff. Exactly. It's hard to it's hard to when you're trying to create something that you have to take yourself out of the equation because you're not your you're not your client. Mm -hmm. Right. We all perceive and understand things so differently that you have to look at it from a person who is struggling or what their personality might be like, how you're going to reach them, how the verbiage is going to be. So that's really always in the back of my mind. So I guess it's a, an ongoing challenge for me. Good, good. All right. Well, thank you for that. Um, so question number four, we're moving through nicely. What's the best compliment you've ever received in your business? In my business? Oh, mm. in my business? Well, you know, that always, of course, comes from um, a satisfied client. Wow, um, yeah. I, I, I did get one recently. I just finished working um, with somebody. She's been coaching with me for several months. Um, and she was just starting to taper off. And um, when we had our last our last conversation together, it was, I honestly don't think I'd be where I am today without you. Wow. Um, that was a huge, huge compliment because it was where she was in her life and in her own business, in her own career. Um, mm. She said, I didn't realize how important and what a difference it makes to actually have a coach. Cool, cool. And so then, that was a huge compliment. Cool, and, and and I think it's, you know, it's also as entrepreneurs, we need to, and the reason I include that question is that um, it's important that we realize the impact we have on people. Um, and yeah. actually that can almost be um, success, success vision boards, not vision boards, but success reminders uh, yeah. And, you know, I encourage some of my clients when they've had a great result to to share that result with other people, because, you know, otherwise, if we don't shout about it ourselves, nobody else will. But also it helps remind us that if we're having a bad day, that, OK, yes. well, to, I did. My mission is working. I did help this right. person and stuff. So, yeah, so well, cool. for me, it's all about making that difference for the person. I mean, as coaches, I mean, I'm sure you see it yourself with with, you know, your clients and their numbers and when they're changing and they're doing better. I see it um, through the conversation. I see it through the the color shifts and the changes in their faces and they just look more relaxed and they're happier. And yes, exactly. But it's when they see it in themselves. That's when it becomes a compliment to me. I know that I'm making a difference for them, but when they feel the difference, that's when it hits home. Yeah. Right. Nice. Nice indeed. So uh, you're obviously a small business, well, medium sized, large business entrepreneur. Yes. Um, what made you take the leap and to become an entrepreneur? 
Oh, oh God, that's a story. How much time do you have? Um, oh, yeah. I will condense it. I will condense it. I promise. I promise. Um, so for me, I, I really was an accidental entrepreneur. Um, I worked at General Motors. I were, I was an assembly line. Um, I built engines for right. almost 30 years. Um, okay. Very boring, that's for sure. But uh, through that through that time frame, um, I was ill. I have um, two autoimmune disorders that really impacted my quality of health. And of course, you know, somebody um, in the network marketing industry who back then I would say I, you know, kind of poo pooed the whole thing, but have a whole different respect for it now. Um, you know, it took me two years to say yes to them. And I finally said, okay, I'll try this product. And it made a difference for my quality of health. Um, I had spent 12 years, 80% of my time in bed because I just had no energy left. Nice. I was surprised I didn't get fired from work. We, you know, honestly, thank goodness for a union on my end. Um, when I started taking these things, people started noticing the difference. And uh, I didn't know I had a business until I got a phone call. Um, right. from a woman who said, congratulations, you earned a cruise. And I went, what? And I go, what are you talking about? And she said, well, you won the incentive. And I said, what's an incentive? She goes, uh, I said, who am I speaking to? She goes, well, I'm your upline. I go, what is an upline? <laughs> I, I don't know who you are. And so I really became this accidental entrepreneur. But it was when the industry started changing at General Motors. And we were we went from 10,000 people to 1600 people um, mm. in my factory, that it was like, okay, well, you know, um, people want to know why I was getting better. So I was sharing the information just with close people, because I was very shy. Uh, back then, uh, had no confidence, which is probably why I do what I do now. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I, um, it, I was like, I need a plan B. We need something just in case, you know, we could end up with no job. They could close the door, and we're not going to have a pension. We're not going to have a livelihood. Um, so I just decided that I would, I would try this. But being so shy and not having any confidence. I needed to push myself. So I started going to professional development courses. I started pushing myself through the fear, um, knew I needed to meet other people, but because I was so shy, I didn't want to make it about me. So I started hosting networking events, right. which took off like crazy. Um, yep. Took off like crazy. And then I met Faye and the whole entrepreneur thing just started changing. That's when the real key started was when I met Faye and uh, she became my coach. Cool. Well, that leads probably very nicely onto the next question is I believe life's a journey. Uh, yes. So do you work with a mentor and a coach at the moment? Uh, and the answer to that is. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we have Faye and Stacey both in our worlds and stuff. So so what made you decide to, I mean, I think you've, you've answered the, my normal question, what made you take on a coach? But you've sort of, you've sort of answered that question already. Um, well, um, to be honest why, with you, yeah, I really. How did you come across Faye? I didn't I didn't really think about having a coach. Um, it was Faye who actually approached me. I was uh, putting on a women's business conference and um, she was the guest speaker. And when she was speaking, she was talking about how opportunities are a gift and not a given. And I felt like she was just talking to me right. through that whole conference. Um, 
you know, she just, she just said, I see something in you. You have so much more to offer than you think you do. And that's when it was, okay, I think I need to do this. And then working with her, just everything opened up and changed. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, so what are some of the things you're perhaps researching? You mentioned earlier that you were working on some modules and some and, yep. um, various courses. What's, what's on the top of your research or agenda at the moment for new in the world, in your world? I mean, For new in the world. Well, um, you know what? I'm really excited because I, I want to start a podcast. So I've been doing a lot of research on um, Christian-based uh, podcasts what they're doing, what they're talking about, how I want to meld that together. Um, I do want to, uh, or I will be doing a club in our community, in the Mastermind City community. Uh, right. Both will have the, the same name. Um, and just doing more, you know, doing creating some more programs. But I also want to, and I'm hoping that COVID changes soon, uh, because I would really like to do in-person retreats, probably right. uh, destination retreats where I can really work one-on-one -on -one in small groups and, and, and have a bigger impact. That's my big dream. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, let's, let's hope COVID does go away. I mean, there are, there are, you get um, yeah. some positive sometimes and then, then negative again with India and the variants and it's, you know, and you were, you came out of lockdown and then you were slammed straight back in again, weren't you up in. Uh, in yeah. Canada. It's a yo-yo. It's a yo-yo yeah. right now. strange. So cool. All right. Um, bit of a time warp one here. If you could go back in time and talk, I think I know your answer to this one already from your very open and honest. But if you go back in time and talk to your 21 year old self, mm -hmm. what might you say to them? Oh, so much. But honestly, I don't know if I'd listen because really we don't, it, you know, when they say that um, um, age equals wisdom, <laughs> it really does. Um, if I would listen to myself, I would love, I would love to have been open-minded enough. I would go back and say, first of all, get a life coach before anything else, have a life coach, like from teenage on so that you have somebody that you can bounce off. Cause let's face it. We don't listen really to our parents when we are young teenagers and young adults. Cause we know so much better than they do. Cool. Um, so definitely a life coach uh, would be mandatory. Um, don't, don't let other people's fears and opinions and cautions stop you from um, expanding more and doing more and researching more and exploring you know, uh, when you're in a household, you're really listening to your parents and a lot of their fears along the way with my parents, they came from wartime. So um, a lot of those fears were instilled in me. Um, and I probably say um, take more risks. You know, I had I actually had the opportunity to go and live in Europe when I was uh, 18. My mother's cousin um, ran Eaton's. I don't know if you remember Eaton's. It was a big shopping conglomerate. Anyway, he was very high up um, in the company and he offered, he said, Linda, why don't you come and live in, in Germany right. and I'll get you a job there and you can travel and I'll mentor you. And I was too afraid. Right. And I said, no. And I ended up following in the family footsteps and was an assembly line worker for 30 years. Nothing wrong with assembly line working. Factory work is necessary. But if I knew then what I know today, I certainly would have taken a different approach. Right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it, hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? And, you know, and I mm -hmm. think yeah, if, 
I was be asked the same question. We're like, no, I know everything at 21. You know, you just yes. do. That's your, that's your sort of order, whether you do or you don't, but whatever. Cool. And we've very kindly shared some tips through, through the various sessions. But what would perhaps be your, and I think, again, life coaching is obviously very key in your world, which is important. Mm -hmm. What would be one of your top tips for the entrepreneurs listening um, today? What might you suggest? Um, well, again, you know, get a coach. Um, I think all the most successful business people, at whatever level you are, they have a coach. And when you outgrow that coach, don't be afraid to let it go and move to the next level. That's that's very important. Always work with somebody smarter than yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I, I guess my biggest tip would be, um, well, get the coach, but have a, have your community. Surround yourself with those, especially like in your inner circle, that those five people or those three people that are your cheerleaders. They're your mentors. They're the ones who tell you the truth. They call you on your stuff. You know, mm -hmm. if you're not doing something, they're not afraid to say, hey, you need to buck up. Um, that's really important. And just, you know what? Do it in spite of all your fears. Just do it. Do it in spite of the fears. Don't let it hold you back. Yeah. The old, the old the quote, face your fears and do it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. That type of situation. Cool. Thank you for that. Uh, and the last of the questions uh, is a sort of a lighthearted question to end up. We okay. started. Um, final questions, fun questions. I'd like to say, what's your favorite movie and why? Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Well, I, uh, okay. I don't know if it's just because I'm a woman. I'm a love the romantic comedies, but I love romantic comedies that have a message. Okay. That's the difference for me. So there's two that come to mind. You've got mail. <laughs> is my all-time right. favorite. And okay. I think I think because the message there is is that when one door closes another one opens. You know, that that fear of change and having to let go of something but a whole new world opened up for her in love and career and the whole bit. So I love that piece of it. Um but the bigger one for me is Letters to Juliet. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um so you know, this it's about a woman who is um, 65 years old and goes back to find the love of her life when she was 15. Right. And um, what I like about it is there's two words in that thing, the whole movie that hit me. And it's when she reads this letter and it's what if those two words, you put them together. It's mm -hmm. like possibilities are endless. It's about never never giving up on your dreams. You're never too old to find what really matters to you. Mm -hmm. Those are the two that, those are my go-to movies. Cool. But they also resonate with what you do. I mean, so that's they really quite uh, what we're finding is that when we ask this question, that actually you almost you could have guessed. I mean, not very specifically, but that there would yeah. have been a theme based on what you do, how your lifestyle yeah. is. Because they, they reinforce and perhaps or even started you on a journey of having seen that film. Who knew that perhaps you may have watched the film in the theatre, come out and gone, I'm doing a production line job. Maybe I should think of something different. <laughs> well, you know. well, movies do have an impact. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. The one movie, uh, Bridges Over Madison County. Um, yeah, that, yeah, very famous. You know what? That was the movie that, that led me to make the decision to right. end my first marriage. 
Okay. <laughs> well, but it, which was actually a very good thing, which was actually oh, good. a good oh. thing. <laughs> but it was it was it was the message in there that right. it was like, you know what? You can't waste your time. No. No, life's not a rehearsal. No. So we, no. we have to think. Uh, sometimes you have to let the gut or the heart take over from the head. And other times I think, and you know, again, I, I just coming off a call with a client and we were talking about head and heart. The the head is telling us one thing, and using my other phrase, let the numbers decide. The head is telling us probably don't do this, but the heart and the emotion and the drive to do something different um, is telling us, yes, we should do that. Now, the numbers have let us get to a point where we can make this perhaps slightly riskier decision, go for something that when I first started working with her three years ago, she wanted to do the same thing. And I said, no, the, the numbers do not in any way, set, because we didn't know what the numbers were. Now right. we know what the numbers are. Um, it allows us to use that head and heart. And I think that sometimes yes. in business, the head and heart needs to, there's always a battle. Um, I, I've had several in my life where the head has ruled the heart and it's no, it needed to be the balance. It really has to be aligned. <laughs> Okay. Indeed. They Indeed. Need to be aligned. They're attached Indeed. for a reason. They are right. things that keep them attached for a reason. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, this is going one. Yeah, I like that. I hadn't thought of it that way. That's that's very yeah. good. So cool. Yeah. Good. Well, thank you so much indeed for your time. I really want to thank you, uh, Linda, today for taking the time to share your thoughts, ideas, uh, inspirational yeah. tips, uh, and general life outlook. So we really appreciate that. Um, your journey, obviously, how you started your entrepreneurial business was also uh, quite dramatic. And the, the comment about the film and the what. Wow, you know, that's very open and honest, and, and we thank you for that. Uh, and I hope that well, I appreciate you having me on your show. That's all right, no problem at all. Um, but if the, if the listeners want to find out more about you and yourself, um, where, where should they go? We will put it in the comments afterwards, but uh, where, sure. where, where, should we, where should they go? And is there any free, any free resource that they might find if they go to this place? Yeah, yeah, you can go to my website. It's Linda Stank, Linda, lindastanko.com, just lindastanko.com. Oh, nice very easy, my name. Um, and in there, there are some free resources. So you'll learn more about me. You'll see what I do. Um, but there are some free resources on there on stress. And, um, you know, there's one that's life hacks for confidence. So there's lots of things in there that they can pick and choose from that they can uh, download. And hopefully it will help them. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. So I wanted to thank all of our listeners and viewers uh, for joining us on this episode of A Miles Better Conversation. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments as well as sharing this conversation on your social media feeds. Uh, and we'd love you to check back for the next episode in the series. Uh, to look, And so look out for more interview notifications. If, of course, you'd like to be in the hot seat, like Linda has very kindly been, then please drop me a message on the numerous platforms that you can find me on. Uh, and we'd love to invite you to, uh, as I say, to take part. But as I mentioned right back at the beginning, I'm making it my mission in uh, 2021 to help as many entrepreneurs uh, grow and uh, scale their business. And I'd love you to also get some free resources from me by claiming my free. I'll get the angle right here. Let's get it in the right place. There we go. <laughs> the language of business, a free 42-page plain speaking guide uh, to accounting, which in my words is the language of business. You can find that by going to uh, one of my many websites, but in this case, go to letthenumbersdecide.com. And again, finally, to close, I'd love to thank uh, Linda for her time today. And uh, yeah, please check back in the future. Thank you, Linda. Appreciate your time.
It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. No problem.